welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen and once a week, or in this case, once every month, we uh, <laughs> we get together and we discuss an issue of the uh, the Marvel comic series Daredevil. Uh, I'm Claire and joining me as always is my, my co-host Vix. Hey Vix. Hey And our very special guest um, is extra special because he's waited like a month to record this <laughs> because... Of things that we shall discuss in a moment. Uh, it's Daniel. Yay! Yay! Uh, thanks for back. It's good oh, to be back. Thank you for coming back. After, as I said, after a month, we were joking that this issue, uh, issue 64 of Daredevil, might be the cursed issue because we've just been trying to record and haven't been able to um, just, yeah. due to many things, due to, to COVID-19. Um, that is why you don't drink the water in Josie's bar. Both Daniel and I have had covid <laughs> We both drank the water at Joe's bar. Don't do it, Vix. Don't do it. It's what happens. Okay. I yeah. keep warning people not to drink the water <laughs> in this bar, but they don't listen. Uh, and then I had to work last week because um, when we usually record, because other people were sick with COVID-19. Basically, the whole of the UK has COVID-19 at the moment, listeners. It's not. To be fair, that's not, actually, that's not actually far from the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, yes, yeah, so we haven't been able to recover, to record, to recover. We are recovering. We haven't been able to record. But finally, today, we are recording. Hooray. I think, I think we've actually lost the fucking plot, to be honest. I think we have. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it's been a month. It's been a, it's been a moment. <laughs> so we're obviously not drinking the water in Josie's bar. At least I hope no. not. But we are a bar, so we have drinks. You guys will be happy to know that I am drinking a Pepsi Max Cherry Maximum Tasting <laughs> Sugar. Vix, <laughs> oh. what about you? I am drinking just a good old-fashioned tea because um, I had a bath and let my tea go cold, which was very disappointing. Oh. So I just made a fresh What kind of English person are you? I know. Yeah. And I, I was too busy. I was too busy, like, doing... Sunday is... Um, hair treatment day and face mask day in the bath so nice. i was too i was too busy doing that and i forgot about my tea <laughs> oh dear and daniel what are you drinking um i'm drinking some safe filtered water out of my <laughs> uh daredevil tumbler nice uh, learned my lesson so i've you know switched the bottles so i just you know i smuggle it in under my coat That's, we'll, we'll allow it we'll allow it in Josie's. It's fine. yeah <laughs> we've, we've all learned our lesson not to drink the uh the, the rusty water that comes out of <laughs> the COVID water that comes out of Josie's bars. <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it's in, you know, a themed glass. So, I mean, I feel like it's passable. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're a Josie's bar VIP. So if you want to bring your own drinks, yeah. that's fine. I mean, you can pretty much do whatever you want in Josie's bar, Daniel, at this point. So. <laughs> at this point. You're a VIP. <laughs> in enough bar fights, you know, I've, I've proven myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, this uh, episode we are discussing Daredevil issue 64. Suddenly, the stunt master. The description of this issue is as follows Traveling to Hollywood to look for Karen Page, Daredevil runs into the stunt master. The villain has reverted to a life of crime and it's up to Daredevil to set his life straight. Uh, this was written by Roy Thomas, artist Gene Colan. Sid Shaw's was in Belisher, Artie Simek, or Art Simek in this issue. He's called Is the Letterer. So, guys, what do you think of this cover? Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you a fact about my cover. I have the actual issue in front of me. And it has a little sticker on it um, that says five pence. <laughs> so Aww. whenever this was originally out, and by smelling it, it does have a um, a certain musky tobacco-y smell. So I believe I did buy this issue from the shop Books, Bits and Bobs in Kingston-upon-Thames that you'll remember, Vix, um, where the whole place had kind of a yellow smog in it of nicotine. Yeah, um, back and in the back yeah. in the day when you were allowed to smoke anywhere yeah and i think i probably bought this in like 1999 and it was five pence what a bargain bargain yeah so there's a little fact about the cover from me <laughs> i like this little um brand of cigarettes that are in the corner because they've got a little rainbow on them and you know i like anything with a rainbow it could be a rainbow it could be like the what's the confederate colors um 
Daniel, you know what I mean? Like the kind of arch, oh, yeah, red, white, of, blue. Yeah, kind of that red. Yeah, it's kind of a red. Yeah, it's although it does say rainbow like, on it, so they are rainbow cigarettes. It does say rainbow in tiny print. So I like these rainbow cigarettes. So I completely s- missed the little, like, the newspaper in the corner where it has the headline Daredevil in L.A. Yeah. Um, so I was a little surprised when, I, you know, we get a little bit of the issue and it's revealed, hey, he's in Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, I obviously didn't pay enough attention to the cover. We only sort of um, knew that because of um, reading the synopsis, you know, from like last last time we recorded, uh, because okay. they don't reveal it straight away in this issue. You know, they sort of lead you into it. You know, he's he's somewhere looking for Karen, but you don't know exactly where he is. Um, so we start off where Daredevil is searching for Karen on the L.A. strip here, there and everywhere. Karen, where are you? My <laughs> and, love. Like, so Vix and Daniel, what are you thinking at this point? Like, well, I know what Vix thinks about the fact that they find Karen's finally left Matt. She's gone, right, you're no good for me. Bye, I'm out, out skis. And Matt immediately goes running after her. <laughs> like, this, this whole issue <laughs> is actually a little bit creepy. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> just it's just a bit creepy it's like Matt just leave her alone also can we can we discuss before we get to it how fabulous Karen is doing without him because damn uh, girl yeah that panel we'll we'll talk about that yeah yeah so he's uh what do you think Daniel I mean it's it's a little bit pitiful that he's he waits until she just completely says, OK, I'm done. I'm washing my hands of you and leaves and goes literally to the other side of the country. And then now he can, like, put the Daredevil time aside at least a little bit to say, OK, I have to run across the country and look for you and profess my love to you. And if it wasn't just for the gladiator, it's like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been going on for a little bit before that, Matt, but it's OK. I love um, he blames the gladiator for everything, and it's like, Matt, I don't think you've learned anything. <laughs> um, no, this, you did this, Matt. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't even go about it, like, in a smart way. He's just, you know, swinging across the rooftops, <laughs> going, oh, I'll just, you know, scan an entire city and find her. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> Honestly. We were talking um, last night, I recorded with um, my co-host on my other podcast, uh, Brad and Tammy, and we were talking about soap operas, and I think Tammy was like, do you not watch soap operas, Claire? And I was like, no, I read Daredevil, because <laughs> it is just such a soap opera, I love it. <laughs> I don't need to, I don't exactly. need to to watch uh, soap operas. Yeah. Like, I have comics. Exactly. Uh, what do we think about the fashions of this lo- new little group of friends we meet who are fighting over this dog? <laughs> I am Why very has much this guy a... got some leaves on his hat? <laughs> What's going I, on? I, like, I don't understand that, but I am very much on board with the whole like orange shirt with the pink flowers. I would I would wear that. Mm. Like I would wear that. Would you wear the hat with the leaves on it with like a? I, I, I was not. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not liking this. Would you also, would you ever tell someone to flake off creep? <laughs> uh, or would you ever call someone baby beard? <laughs> I, wouldn't use, I wouldn't use that <coughs> F word. But... Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that we're in LA and it's just, just like flower children everywhere. It's so great. I, uh, um, I did after the baby beard comment. That yeah. was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so funny. I yeah. put, why is this guy wearing vines on his hat? Why are they fighting over a dog? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? Um, I do like that as Daredevil sort of swinging around, he does say that he senses all the bright lights. Um, so he, he knows he's probably not being unnoticed because he knows that there's a lot of bright lights around, uh, I guess, with his, you know is uh, Daredevil Tingle. I was a little... I, I liked how they used his powers in this issue, but at the same time, I kind of didn't. Like, it was just very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked that, you know, he was sensing... Like, he can sense that he's surrounded by, like, these huge lights, which I think that's something that he could pick up with, just, like, you know, the hum of electricity, the heat from the lights. Yeah. He could probably pick up all of that. Um, but he's up on, like, the 
like, I guess up on these kind of like rooftops looking down on like this big thoroughfare. And he's basically trying to say that he's like scanning heartbeats, but trying to pick out like an individual heartbeat and, and all of the people is, you know, it's kind of a lost cause, which makes sense. But then he picks up specifically heartbeats that are racing, but then he can't hear what they're saying or pick out what they're saying until mm-hmm. like he drops down. So it's like, wait, you can hear their heartbeat, but you can't hear the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was, a, it was a little all over the place, but I, I kind of liked that there was a, like, a, I guess a mistake in what it was um, just because he only gets a little bit of the information. So he can kind of pick up some of the audio, what they're saying, their heartbeat. So he's kind of having to piece together what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not so a little bit later that he realized, Oh, there's arguing over a dog. I don't need to get involved. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool that he kind of has to take what sensory input he has and kind of has to like, paint a picture for himself and it might take him like a few seconds to figure out exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so kind of the same thing, at least with me at the start of this issue, when I started reading and I kind of had to piece together like, Oh, we're in LA. Oh, we're doing this. You know, it's kind of the same type of experience. You were um, Matt, in this issue. The, the so yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. I like it like, as well. Cause too, too often he, sorry, Vex too, too often he's like, knows exactly what's going on and i like that in this one he does like you say have to like piece it together a little bit more and work out what's going on and sort of put little bits from like the sound and like his radar sense and this and that and put together to create a whole picture mm-hmm. like, i honestly this? i thought i honestly thought there's like there's a lady with black hair in the background i honestly thought they were fighting over her to start with oh not the one wearing the, could, the headband i couldn't see the dog well, oh, I think that was you mean the, the one with the flower yeah. on her forehead? There's like there's a panel where there's the the guy with the vine on his hat, and then the other guy, but yeah. like in between them in the background, there's like a lady with black hair. Yeah. Um, that's who I thought they were fighting. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a little bit. I'm not sure where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was kind of the the point from the reader that mm. they they kept yeah. showing. Oh, and then they showed the dog later, so I think it was kind of like purposely supposed to be misleading. There's a lady also with black. <laughs> There's a lady, lady with black hair on the. Um, I think it's the next page, and she's wearing like I was like, oh, I don't like your outfit because <laughs> she's wearing like a little like like headband. She's like, I I don't know if she's native, but I was like, I feel like you're not native, but you're just kind of. There's a lot of cultural appropriation going on here, lady, and I don't like it. <laughs> it was very, that's very 60s, though. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like very, like the whole like flower power and free love and everything. People did kind of adopt a lot of Native American clothing and like aesthetic. Yeah. Which is like, oh. It's a bit like, Ugh. I wasn't sure what was going on with this newspaper that they're holding because uh it says mayor some mayor your something fact finding argentina no clue i don't this is a reference to something that was going on at the time Mm. this is at the same time i mean this issue came out during the vietnam war i know that because someone in the letters page talks about how they're serving in vietnam and reading daredevil and i was like oh that's cool yeah uh, so Matt heads back to his his little cheap hotel where he's registered under an assumed name. What name do we think this is, guys? Do we think it's Mike Murdoch? Well, he's registered under an assumed name, but going into the hotel dressed as Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, did he check in at the desk as Daredevil? Is is his is his? Did he check in as Mr. Devil? <laughs> I'm or like I'm Mr. Deville. <laughs> I'm Darius Deville. <laughs> or like I don't know, like like Doctor Dare or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, and this is where he takes his mask off, and once again, as usual, we don't see his eyes. They're in shadow because can't see his eyes. Um, but this is where he blames the gladiator for everything, for all his troubles. Um, and we get a little recap, like a short recap of the last issue. And it's like, 
no, you, you, you could have, you could have stopped her, like, like, Matt, this is on you, boo. <laughs> like, have you. you actually tried communicating no. with each other, like, talking about it, you know, true. rather than just, yeah. oh, <laughs> You wait to the absolute, like, last breaking point, yeah. and then obviously something happens, and then you blame that last minute something happening, like, oh, that was the cause of all the problem. It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> this has been going on for weeks, Matt. It's the Murdoch way. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Karen's landlady, but Karen has moved to L.A., but apparently all Karen's stuff is still in her flat. And her landlady went, yeah, even though she's moved out, you can have her key, mister. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Like yeah, I I that seemed. Is Karen I mean, paying unless... for two flats now? Is she paying for a flat in New York and one in LA? Well, I mean, she is. The family's pretty loaded. That's true. Yeah, she comes from well, old money. Like what the hell, landlady? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Mm. Like what Please did Matt tell? Like did Matt tell her that he was like her brother or something? But, but what what <laughs> yeah you don't just don't you you don't do this this is not cool uh, also liking, we should say liking, in this issue like, matt has gone back to like orange hair he's feeling a bit defeated again so his his colors are muted oh and the green suit that he wears like in one of the panels where he goes and talks to foggy oh yeah not fair like ugh. it's like green. a khaki green like no, Matt. I mean, it's better than the like the weird beige number that he keeps wearing. Mm. But I didn't mind the much. green suit because his hair's not super red, and it's not a really dark green suit. It's not quite a reverse carrot, so I don't mind too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I hate the reverse carrot. Do you know what? Like the the combination. This is like a little bit bit of a tangent, but the combination of bath towels that I have at the moment. Mm. Um, like the the main bath towel is green and then like the hand towel is orange and every time <laughs> I get out of the shower I'm like Claire would hate this <laughs> yeah towels. I don't approve <laughs> <laughs> I don't approve of this at all mix. how dare you <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you look in the bathrooms of Josie's Bar podcast I mean really don't go in the bathrooms of Josie's Bar they're pretty grim um, also there's no towels in there but there would definitely not be orange and green towels <laughs> <laughs> They would be if they were, like, the correct way around. And it was, like, usually this combination of towels, like, the big bath sheet is is the orange one mm. and the hand towel is the green one. But for whatever reason, I pulled uh, I pulled them out of the cupboard the other way around. And I'm like, oh, Claire would hate this. Yep. She'd hate I this whole combination. I, just like I don't approve of Matt throwing a sickie at work to, to leave for two weeks <laughs> to go to Miami. <sighs> I was like... Like, did you guys like the uh, I got a very 2003 Daredevil vibe um, when he was at Karen's apartment and she had written something on a yeah. notepad top sheet off and he's like filling the impression on the sheet below um, it reminded me of that scene from the movie where he's feeling like the impression on a desk which I think is a little bit more ridiculous but where <laughs> yeah. somebody had hair down and he's like feeling the impression in the wood but you know same kind of thing as just this is a little bit more believable yeah <laughs> That's from your favourite movie, Vix. It's when they go to Lisa Tarzio's apartment, isn't it, Daniel? And there's the impression on the wood, which, like you're saying, is is kind of ridiculous. But particularly as they've not, they've they've shown it, so you can see where the wood is scratched. And I was like, how was she writing on this? Like with a with a knife? Did she yeah. write this note with a knife? Like it's it's so scratched into the wood, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> She was that angry. So angry. Like, she was that angry mm-hmm. that she just, like, she wrote it on a bit of paper in, in, with a knife. Yep. Maybe we'll uh, have to do a rewatch fix. No. <laughs> so Matt immediately absolutely. flies to LA. This uh, this guy's like, hey, mister, can I help you? And then Matt's like, friend, don't I wish you could. Oh, I do man. love that he gets like two weeks off. He's just like, hey, I'm not feeling great, or you know, I'm Ooh. down to the dumps. Just take two weeks, and I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, like, this is, yeah, this is awesome. I want to do this. Just go, hey, I, I don't feel great. I'm going to Miami for two weeks. Oh, okay. Bye then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Foggy's like, yes, I get some alone time with Deb. Yes. Yeah, because we do know that they're still together at, at this point because he mentions her. So Matt finds a number for this address and calls up and speaks to Sally Weston, uh, who's like, Karen, there's no one in this building called Karen. What are you talking about? I don't know anyone called Karen. Oh, apart from my friend Karen. Oh, you mean Karen Page? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm. And then we see Karen is sitting there telling uh, her not to her friend not to say anything. And Karen looks foxy Amazing. as anything. Right, guys. Am I right? Wow. She looks amazing. Yeah. She's just like Living lying on this bed, I guess, wearing a little like <laughs> unitard swimsuit. Pink like I don't know what it is, but she looks amazing, and she's like living her best LA life, Seriously. and I love that for her. Yeah, absolutely, love it, love this. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah, it was kind of like jarring where she's, you know, Matt's just freaking out the whole issue. I gotta find her, and she's just, you know, re- reading a book, lounging by the pool, and just <laughs> doing good. Yeah, so. Maybe- uh, like moving on yet again, right. <laughs> but like a turd that like a turd that won't flush. <laughs> oh, I love this comic so much. <laughs> so Matt's kind of sad. He's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should have gone to see Sally in person because then I could have listened to her heartbeat and worked out if she was telling the truth or not. Um, but oh, never mind. So then he goes for a wander uh, around Hollywood and Vine. I'm guessing he goes past like the Chinese theatre because there's a person dressed as like Porky Pig or something. Do you know, I love that whole. That's my panel of the week because it's <laughs> so random. It's so weird because I was like, is he? Because like obviously the people outside the Chinese theatre, there's people like dressed up as uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. There's people that dress up as like characters. And I was like, is that what's happening? Like, or is he in, is, is he in Disneyland? Like, what's going, who is this? Doesn't it, doesn't it say that he goes to, like, some theme Oh, amusement parks. parks, yeah. Yeah. So maybe he goes um, to so Disney. maybe, but yeah, I, I just, I, that whole panel, like, all the stuff that's going on in the background, <laughs> it's so random. But the next panel as well is, like, even weirder with him, like, standing with his legs open yeah i think it's i think it's the next panel and then there's like all the faces above him and which is also weird but the the pig one is my panel of the week because it's <laughs> just so weird i like what he says on the one with the, the the pig as well where he says about karen when she left it seems she didn't go empty-handed she took with her my smile <laughs> <laughs> i like as well on the the one the splash page where he's got like his you know, his legs apart. I mean, it's very strange. Yeah. There's, like, dolphins flying <laughs> behind him. And then, like, he's, like, swinging over... Um, I, I don't know if that's the Hollywood Bowl or, or something, like, at the bottom. And then it says, like, Wilshire Boulevard and stuff. And, yeah, he's seeing all... You know, he's experiencing <laughs> L.A. <laughs> I guess he went to SeaWorld. That's what the dolphins are. I don't know. <laughs> Like the no. aquarium or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't Sandies. know if there's a Sea World in LA or not. I can't remember. Yeah, there must be an aquarium. Uh, so then he's like running across the rooftops, and because the <laughs> the rooftops are really low, everyone can see him. <laughs> he looks like he's running through the suburbs. Hello. <laughs> I love it. And there's the guy at the front on the left hand side, the guy with the beard who's wearing a pink jumper, and he's wearing like. I was like, is that like Doctor Strange or something? Because it's not Doctor Strange, but he's wearing this medallion that's glowing. Uh, yeah. I didn't even notice. Yeah, and he's got like the sort of, I don't know, like slightly Doctor Strange-ish beard. And he's wearing this glowing medallion. And I was like, wait, who's that? I want to know what's going on with him. I am liking the photographer's turquoise turtleneck, I have to say. <laughs> it's a strong look. Um... So this is where Matt, again, is listening to all the heartbeats and he hears this heartbeat 
and he recognizes it but he doesn't know where he recognizes it from which is kind of cool so he's like oh i know that heartbeat but i can't place it you know hopefully i'll find out and we find out that it's our old friend Stuntmaster. <laughs> looking like some reject from like the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> well he's going to a job interview he's got to dress up <laughs> <laughs> He looks I like a right job interview when he looks like that. I know. It was like, oh, okay. Um, he kind of looks like the guy from the beginning with the like the the flower hat. Yeah, he does a bit. Like that sort of scruffy. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it could be uh, the the brother of the guy at the start with the flower hat. <laughs> now. There are some adverts in this issue. A lot of them are ones that Tammy mentioned on our previous episode, because it was one talking about the rock song, Nobody Loves the Hulk, um, (laughs) which if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to it. It's a delight. Nobody loves the Hulk. um, Except except your nephew. He loves the Hulk. He does. I mean, it says about this song, it's Hulk horrific. So there we go. Um, But uh, there is another ad that says... You can get genuine gold nuggets from Alaska. One dollar. Two or three precious nuggets of actual mined gold from famous Alaskan gold fields. Your chance to own genuine gold pieces for only one dollar. Ooh. Yep. Like that? You can have some gold. <laughs> you like that? Have some <laughs> like that? Have some gold. <laughs> uh, so Stuntmaster has gone to this interview to basically get a part in this film. Um, and he's like, I'm getting my life back on track. Uh, and as he leaves, I, I don't quite know what happens. Like if he falls over or something, it's like his wig jumps off of his head. Stuntmaster. Oh, as he slams I, the door. I lost it. Doesn't it, is, doesn't he, is it cause he takes off his hat to like wave his cowboy hat in the air? Oh, is it? And it takes, and it takes its wig with him. Oh, maybe. I think. He's also like slamming it, wearing, the door or something. He's wearing a hat. He is wearing a hat, isn't he? Yeah, he's wearing a hat and a wig. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he takes his hat off to do the Yahoo! And, like, (laughs) there goes the wig as well. (laughs) To do the what? A Yahoo! (laughs) Wahoo! (laughs) So, uh, he's like, oh, it's a good job I wore my wig, because otherwise they would have recognised me as an ex-con. And then, meanwhile, the guy who who interviewed him is like, ha, 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 what an idiot. I knew he was a stuntmaster all along. What a fool. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So later, Stuntmaster goes for a little walk and he's then outside the Chinese theatre because we see all the handprints in the concrete. Um, I don't think we can read George. I mean, some of the names, George Murphy, Judy something. I can't really read many of these names, like if they're actual famous people or not. Um, But that's kind of cool. We're getting a little tour of L.A., you know, the sites of L.A. Um. And he hopes that one day his name will be down there as one of the as the greatest stuntman ever. He's such a sad sack. Oh. I mean, yeah. he's pitiful through most of this issue, really is. <clears throat> which I guess that was the point. Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, these guys are waiting for Stuntmaster to show up um, because it's uh, the the film is all a cover up. Uh, it's to do a armed robbery of an old movie print that's worth millions. I was like, wow, that would not happen now. <laughs> like, a movie print would not be worth millions, right? Uh, I guess it depends I guess. entirely. I just go with everything how... digital now, like... Yeah, but then, you know, there's this, like, oh, someone was clearing out a cupboard at MGM mm. uh, and found, like, like, a really rare forgotten reel of... I don't know, like one of Marilyn's movies or... I guess, yeah. You know, like when they find like um, uh, like random, like old Doctor Who episodes. You mean like when, when they find like... the the um, extended director's cut of Daredevil fix? I would find it and burn it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Daniel would be watching it. <laughs> and then I'd burn you too. <laughs> So they make Stuntmaster get on his bike 
uh, and go to do this robbery. So it's like this robbery, but really it's only Stuntmaster that's doing the work, like robbing the stuff, but this, which is kind of confusing. But then we find out later it's a setup for him anyway. And they've even found his old bike. Uh, so they tell him in precisely two minutes, a portly gentleman carrying a briefcase will start to cross Sunset and Vine. All you have to do is grab it off of him and bish bash bosh, we're done. Uh, so he seems like an easy plan. Uh, Stuntman heads off. He sees a portly gentleman carrying this briefcase that's worth millions, not even attached by a chain to his wrist and grabs it and off he goes. So very easily done. Uh, and that is when Daredevil swings in to stop him. And Stuntmaster's like, what? No, Daredevil, why are you here? Why now? I can't get a break. For God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) Like it is like an entire city and he just, you know, in the three seconds it takes to do this, he just happens to be there. Yeah, he just does this this one crime and he's like, oh, man. Um, I like as well that Daredevil's still calling him stunty. I like that. Yeah. It's It's a very Spider-Man thing to do. Yeah. Calling him stunty. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He talks at one point, Daredevil, when Stuntmaster's like, he's hanging on to like the motorcycle. Daredevil says that his his next maneuver will peel him like a used grape. I was like, oh, that's horrible. Matthew. I don't like that at all. Also a used <laughs> grape? Why? why, why? <laughs> or what? I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, so, meanwhile, everyone's watching this fight going on. Um, there's an advert here before we get to the next page that just at the start says, why do you read so slowly? <laughs> Oh, yes. It's like, excuse me, I'm reading this comic. Why are you having a go at me, comic? Why do you read so slowly? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. And you can basically buy a booklet, How to Read Faster and Retain More. It's like, all right, comic, don't tell me off for reading you. Uh, oh, on the other side, there's like an ad for like Hawks and Falcons. Oh, and yes. I can tell if yeah. it's like if they were selling like Hawks or if they're selling a booklet on how to hunt with a hawk. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's very weird. Like if they're selling it or not. There was also an ad. Let me see if I can find it now for pets. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. I'm going to see if I can find it quickly. Yeah. Hawks and Falcons. There you go, Vix. You can get some Hawks and Falcons. Oh, very nice. Because, you know, just hunt with with falcons, with trained falcons. (laughs) Some people do that. Yeah, get your lunch. Falcon, fly to Greg's and fetch me a vegan sausage roll. I'm sorry, Daniel. I know you probably don't know what Greg's is. Greg's is a very (laughs) British thing. Oh, yeah, I found it. Okay, so there's this ad that's called, the ad is (laughs) titled Pets Pets. Pets Pets. Pen raised baby raccoons, monkeys, skunks, wolves, and many other kinds and types of pets. Hawks, falcons, owls for hunting, reptiles, books, traps, cages, etc. Send one dollar for big complete list. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a pet wolf. <laughs> okay. Six, this is, oh, we're in the 70s now. 70s were crazy. You could buy like pet wolves. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, here's an owl. Why would you have an owl for hunting, obviously? Because yeah. they, like... Exactly. <laughs> so, Daredevil... There's a lot of, like, body-shaped these issues. Oh. Like, there's, there's, you have the muscle outfits, and then over here, there's, like, one, are you too skinny? You know, put on weight with this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like... I think Tammy was talking about that one before, and it's like, there's so many for, like, are you too skinny? Are you too big? It's like... Stop fat shaming me, comic. <laughs> Stop telling me I can't read fast enough and fat shaming me. I don't like it. <laughs> also, stop telling me that I I need a He-Man voice, as this other ad says. <laughs> so, Daredevil goes after Stuntmaster, and then a few minutes later, Stuntmaster rides his motorcycle straight into the van, um, where the rest of the robbers are. 
and hands the film over and he's like hey you're the guy that I snatched the film from. You're the head of this whole crew. The whole thing was a setup. And he's like, yes, the studio I work for will pay dearly to get this film back. And now I'm going to throw you in the river and they'll just think it was you. Ha 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 ha. And so Stuntmaster responds by like <laughs> kicking this guy in the face. <laughs> and that's when we realise it's Daredevil. <laughs> like he's, he's, I think he's kicked, he's kicked this guy out of existence. <laughs> like he's broken his neck. <laughs> and I even mentioned that his, his legs are like double jointed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I mean, obviously, this can't be Stuntmaster because remember a few issues ago, Stuntmaster basically broke like every single bone in his body. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Daredevil, in quotes, like jumps through the roof, and obviously that's Stuntmaster dressed up as Daredevil, and Daredevil's dressed up as Stuntmaster, and they've done the old switcheroo. Switcheroo. Which um, is such just um, a crazy, like, throw it in twist at the end. On the last like, page. They, yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they crash, and then he explains his whole situation. They change clothes. Somehow he doesn't see Matt's face. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I love when they're switching clothes. Plans. He's like, just don't look around. If I was done, I'd be like, well, I'm going to take a peek. It's valuable information. Oh. Like the whole ending is just so crazy, and then and then they like switch places, and there's like a camera crew that like just comes in like ready ready to you know do an interview and yeah yeah it's so quick, and then it's just like hey, Stuntmaster's a hero now, and he's been he's got his own TV series, a uh, full series, and then on the newspaper it says new show to deal with masked mo- motorcyclist who helps people in trouble, so he's basically like a <laughs> motorcycle riding littlest hobo <laughs> just going from town to town i guess helping people it's great i love it um it's actually pretty close to the uh the pilot i don't know if you guys ever saw it but um there was like an old like tv movie i think they did two back in the 70s where it was supposed to lead into a tv series with mm-hmm. captain america um very oh. similar to like um but that headline kind of reminded me of that because he like he had like a trick down motorcycle and he's basically just going like town to town and helping people that's not the one with the italian red skull is it or is that the movie that was the movie oh, this okay. was earlier where it's it was like a made for tv movie and it was supposed to lead into like a, an actual ongoing series but it never got picked up oh wow it's the one where it had like the the shield was like clear and it was basically just like a, a frisbee it was just like oh. fiberglass like he threw it it basically just like floated <laughs> <laughs> why did they not put that in the movies <laughs> oh that would have been brilliant i hope it made like a, a really cheesy noise like a I don't know, like a kind of as it floated or something. I'm imagining. It might have. It's been forever since I've seen it, but I do remember it like it. They did like a close up of the shield, and it would basically just like it was like a big frisbee that was just kind of like half gliding, half floating, and then like they would cut to another scene where you know we would bump into somebody and they would just do this dramatic like ah, oh, and they go like flying. <laughs> All the power of editing. <laughs> Amazing. Um. So uh, the very last panel, uh, Matt is sitting having a mope and uh, he's like, oh, you know, it's good that my old sparring partner, uh, Stuntmaster's got his big break. But where does that leave me? I'm going to go and look up Sally Weston to see if she knows where Karen is. I just hope I haven't waited until it's too late. I was like, you have, Matt. You have. <laughs> or has he, Vic? It's like he was purposely not trying to find her. Yeah. <laughs> leave her alone <laughs> he's very self-sabotaging this is what he does you know they just leave her alone let her thrive <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was the end of the issue guys um it does say i think for the next issue it says better late or never but that is not the title vic so don't know vic's predicts yet Okay, so what are we going to toot and boot this issue, guys? Uh, Daniel, you're our special guest. You get to go first. Oh, uh, I I struggled with this um, because I didn't really like any of the fashion in this issue. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think uh, what was my boot? Um, 
like I didn't even have like a strong toot in in this issue at all. Um, I guess I'll I'll boot. Um, I guess I'll toot and boot Stuntmaster. Um, <laughs> I will boot his his hobo outfit um, <laughs> his with outfit. his his <laughs> and his you know just run down like cowboy hat. You know his his vagabond clothes. Um, but there was just so much I could have booted in this issue. Yeah. Like it's just uh it's it's it's, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know the sunglasses at night at the at the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lot um, of like people in the background as well, and you're just like, oh, what are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, every page. I don't know. I, I don't know if I was an early '70s fashion person. Um, I, I was gonna, I guess, um, to Karen, but I didn't like the, like the little neck band that was like on the like, like swimsuit outfit that she's wearing. Mm. It kind of ruined it for me. Um, so I guess I'll just do a very, very minor toot on the uh, Stuntmaster's actual like get up, uh, just because it's very like evil can evil, and I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool as well that he's. He's dressed as like a daredevil, you know, going up against daredevil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of cool. Yeah, he's an actual daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> he's an actual daredevil. Uh, Vix, what about you? I have already tooted Karen. Yes. In her little pink unitard number. Because mm-hmm. she looked fabulous. Um, I think I'm gonna boot. Ooh, oh my god. I'm sorry, that one crept off. Well, I'm going to boot you in a minute for doing that. Yeah, I'd like to see you. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to boot. I'm going to boot Matt's boring, like green suit. It's just so dull, yeah. and I miss the black, the black and white number. Okay. It's just like really, like really boring. Okay. I, I think I'm going to I'm going to go with Daniel, and I'm going to boot Stuntmaster's interview outfit. Because it's terrible and he, yeah, it's it's just awful. It's and it doesn't make a good impression. Uh, but I'm gonna toot Karen because she was foxy. She was, um, yeah. Favorite panel, guys. You've already said yours, Vix. Yes. Uh, Daniel, do you have a favorite panel? Um, like I was gonna go with a full page splash, but the more I look at it, the more ridiculous it is with. <laughs> dolphins jumping in the back um so i'm gonna go with there's like a small panel when he's fighting stuntmaster where he's basically just like hanging on the back of his motorcycle Mm -hmm. um that is the only like joyful thing i get out of like the stuntmaster fights is the fact that like he basically just fights him by hanging on the back of his motorcycle (laughs) and just tries to like you know angle there um but i like the uh the one where he's like doing a turn and and uh, Daredevil's basically just like ragdolling on the back of the, the motorcycle. It's kind of fun. Um, I was going to have a different one, but I am going to go with the splash page because the more I looked at it, the, the more ridiculous <laughs> it was, but the more I loved it. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's the, the dolphins like, really it's... made me laugh because <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, so, yeah, just because it's kind of silly. I, I like that one. And. And you've got like Matt in his civilian clothes at the very top, and he's sort of—I don't know—I just—I just like it. Uh, right. What are we gonna do with this issue, guys? Now, Vix, what am I talking about? What do we do at this point in the podcast? It's been so long, I've forgotten. Oh, let me just let me just try and like dredge my memory. <laughs> um, so there are three options for what do we do with these. Option number one. We have a very special vault in the back room of Josie's bar yes. where the issues that we love the most get placed on their own velveteen cushion and kept forever and a day mm-hmm. because we love them so much. The ones that are a bit like, eh, you know, they weren't awful, but they weren't the best. They have a special shelf under the bar, which uh claire uses from time to time for her decoupaging yes yep very various crafts various crafts um but if we hated it with the fire of a thousand suns then it gets taken out the bar and kicked into piss alley where it rots 
with leftover takeaway wrappers Ooh. and other things. Ooh, I don't <laughs> like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, Daniel, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I definitely don't think this is anywhere close to vault worthy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the fence on whether or not we should just chuck it out the window or just put it under the bar. I'm, I, can, I can be persuaded to do either one. Wow. Um, it, it was okay. Uh, I mean, some of the, the the perception of... I guess I could put it on the bar. I mean, some of the power stuff was interesting. I liked how kind of for the first time we, in a while we got into Matt's head and you got to see, you know, how he got certain information, but missed certain information. He had to kind of piece some stuff together and he's tracking people from heartbeats and stuff, which was fun. Um, the stock master stuff was pretty good. Um, at least we had kind of like a sympathetic villain, mm-hmm. which we haven't had in a while. Um, who ends up kind of becoming a good, good guy, which is kind of a cool switch. Um, but it was just kind of an issue. I mean, Matt's being pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's running around just randomly, not just aimlessly, like, walking around the city looking for Karen in no specific way, and it's just kind of pitiful. Um, the Stuntmaster stuff was okay. I just wasn't drawn into it. It's not just hugely memorable. So, I I mean, I, I could say we could put it under the... Uh, under the bar. I mean, this is Daredevil's first trip to L.A., so um, that could be important later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. So I guess I could put it under the bar. Uh, Vix, what about you? I thought this was a bit of a bollocks issue, if I'm honest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, it felt like a bit of a filler, and purely because of his, like, really creepy stalker ways like the whole I think the thing that like sealed that for me was his whole uh, going to Karen's apartment and just like what so this one I've got the door open ready to boot this out oh, man. of the bar oh so it's up to me oh. I mean I'm, I'm halfway there I, I can see me it too. for the same reason I, so. this is it I'm also halfway there as well because I was like does it go under the bar does it does it be booted? But you know what? It's getting a bit, it's getting a bit stuffed under the bar. So I'm going to say, let's boot it. <laughs> we haven't booted an issue for a while. And it's one that I pro- I won't remember, you know, in a few issues time. It's quite, it does feel like it's kind of filler um, mm. before we get to like other stuff. So uh, yeah, I say, let's, let's boot this guy. Out the window. Bye, bitch. Hey. Right, guys, now it's time for everyone's favourite moment. I know, Daniel, you've been waiting for a month for your favourite moment of yes, any, any podcast. Bated breath. breath. <laughs> it's time for <laughs> Vix Predicts. Vex. Now, what we do in this is basically I give you the title of the next issue and you predicts what's going to happen. That's how it works, right? So, the title of the next issue is The Killing of Brother Brimstone. Brother Brimstone? Yeah, Brother Brimstone. He sounds fabulous. <laughs> what do you think he sounds wow. like? Oh my god, is it like an actual, like, literal demon? Or some sort of renegade angel? <gasps> some, like, renegade angel that has come to Earth to finally, like, cast Matt out for his weird stalker ways. <laughs> He's like, leave Karen alone! And just, like, throws brimstone at him. Oh. <laughs> that would be inconvenient. Oh, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd love it if it was some sort of, like... Yeah, okay. I don't know, like motorbike wearing vengeful angel who is just sent to stop Matt and his bullshit. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you're wrong, but <laughs> oh. uh, would you like a further tease? And I can read you the synopsis. Yeah, I'm gonna be really disappointed if it's not like some sort of hail mary because. Yeah, with a name like that, with the name of like Brother Brimstone, mm-hmm. 
you need to be pretty badass. Okay. Well, here's a description. Daredevil finally finds Karen Page and the murderous brother Brimstone strikes. But his identity remains hidden. Can Daredevil uncover the murderer before more lives are lost? Does that mean... Leave her alone! Does that mean he kills Karen Page? (laughs) Oh, God. Just leave her alone. (laughs) If he kills Karen Page, then Matt will never smile again. (laughs) She stole his smile. (laughs) She took my my smile with her. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well... That is the end of the issue, guys. It's time at the bar. There you go. Daniel, thank you as always for joining us. It's always a pleasure. It's never a chore. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome anytime. Just like you have a key to the bar. Yeah, (laughs) you've got freedom of the bar. Come in whenever you like. Oh, Wait, nice. we, we have door locks now? What? No, we just leave. There's nothing <laughs> worth stealing here in Josie's bar. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll be back next month. Or next month? No, what am I on about? Oh, my God. It won't be a month. <laughs> next week. Oh, my word. We'll be back next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's bar at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.